yes we are back with relationship one-on-one series i am going to be talking to my good friend on this episode i have titled this episode man you guys know i just did the woman side of the story or the woman side of the relationship and this part of this series is the man's side of the relationship let's get into this series yeah You know about love, huh? How you feel when you think about love, huh? Just a new thing. Alan Poulsen, 90 Love made it rain. I want a 90s type of love, you know that Martin and Gina. That over 10 at Sinclair from living single. Fell in love with myself and. We are here. <laughs> hello, Anthony. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> you know, I'm excited to have you on, right? I've been trying to get you on here for a minute. <laughs> yeah, it's been, it's been a while. <laughs> so you know that we're talking about relationship one on one. This part of the series is going to be the man's part, or should I say, his side of the relationship. Mm. Can you tell me why is it so hard for women to find true love versus men? Wow. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, I can only make an assumption. Um, I think in today's culture of what things are, should be, how they could be, I think it's all dictated and molded by the images that we see on social media. Oh, um, true. I believe, what is the word that they, they like to use? Goals? relationship goes yeah you know (laughs) you see something someone else is doing and and you want to apply it to your life instead of applying what is your life to the relationship Mm. um great (laughs) (laughs) i myself particular like i think men we have a tendency to be uh simple creatures um simple-minded and not with a bad connotation, but for me, like I'm, I'm really easygoing. Mm. Um, a lot of times, my stuff is a uh, my my nature is misinterpreted is misinterpreted as a I don't care, but I I actually do care. But um, I'm I'm a bit passive when it comes to certain things. So I've learned like um, when I'm dealing with assertive people. Mm-hmm. That they 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 don't they can't translate my actions well because I I can also myself I can be assertive. So you but, feel like you're like laid back, like you you just like a go with the flow type of person, not all extra serious and not yeah. all extra emotional. But it's like I care, but I'm not gonna have that on my shoulder type of thing. Yeah, I'm not gonna care to the point to where it stresses me out get your blood pressure right you know rising and all that other stuff that goes along with it but um before it even gets there i also myself i i i like to think that i know how to communicate 
Mm-hmm. So if there is something that is uh, on my mind, I will bring it to attention, you know, and and I will leave the ball in your court. Um, I don't, you know, that way it's like, hey, I presented, you know, hey, I noticed that something's wrong. You know, I feel like something's bothering you. What is it? Let me know. Right. So I think a lot of times with, women if there's a person like i'm going to use myself where yes use yourself as an example yeah, yeah they don't understand me and because that's lack of communication they're not asking questions they'll feel like i'm not interested or i don't care and sometimes when if women find a person like myself they will um they will i i guess shut down to a certain degree and feel like that's not the person for me and won't go along with it. And, you know, as far as going along with it, you know, asking questions, Hey, what's on your mind? I noticed when I did this, you did not, you know, respond or give me enough input on it, you know? And when you do this, it makes me feel as if you do not care and which be like, Oh, it it turns into dialogue, which is like, Hey, I'm sorry that I made you feel that way. No, I do care. And along with that incorporate, what she says and how she's feeling to um what is the word i'm trying to say um, <laughs> verify don't feel know. bad i'm yeah. like that all the time <laughs> yeah the, the, the verify you know her, to, to validate i'm sorry validate her feelings right it feels right. like you know that we're in tune as far as that whole communication component that you know i spoke of earlier you know there's i mean there's just m- many reasons like you know like i hear you know, we got to be evenly yoked. You know, sometimes when we're both in that yoke, somebody's going to do, end up going to do a lot more work than the other. So it's kind of like, you know, be, be at the end of the day, be grateful. You know, there's going to be time for, yeah, we're going to do extra work. You know, there's going to be times when I'm going to do less work. And it's like, I explained to, uh, the kids I coach and also I have to explain this to their coach, their parents too. As a coach, my most effective way of striking another team is with a punch and not a slap. Because when we're utilizing the method of slap, that means we are operating as individuals. And if you look at your hand while you're slapping somebody, is the hand together or is it apart? Opposed mm. to we're punching something that's going to give maximum force and, and a capacity to, in which we're, we're knocking something out. So when we're not communicating, when we're not doing a, putting together a lot of elements that we need to punch and acting as individuals, we're not going to be effective at all. And it's going to take a lot more hard work and determination to strike something with a slap. I feel that. So you basically saying that the individuals in the relationship have to bring forth their power and and their, you know, whatever it is that we hold as individuals, it needs to come together in order for this thing called a relationship to work. You know, a woman is is supposed to be the nurturer, you know, the person that gives the, the, you know, when you had a long day, you know, she rub your back, make you some food, you know, you know how that goes. Yeah, you know, (laughs) and I will say like, you know, and it has to be vice versa. Right. You know, like 
to be strong all the time is not fair. Mm. You know, it. I, that's how I look at it. Like, I got to be human at some point. She has to be human at some point. Right. And you see, and that's how, to me, that's how evenly yoked works. Like, we understand what it takes for this to work. Right. And we're mindful and we're conscious of this so that it can and it will work, you know? And I feel like that's what really, when people say, you know, like, I when I first heard Evenly Yoke, I'm not going to lie, I just thought it was like a religious thing. And I really wasn't into it until I really started going through my own problems and really dissecting myself and my relationships and understanding that you definitely got to be with somebody that's on the same path. Not more so like, you know, you guys are both going to give equally to the situation. More so, we got to be equally yoked in what we want. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And what we want to see this thing go or what we want in our lives. You know, it can't be one person want this and the other person wants something totally different. Y'all not equally yoked. You right. know, y'all, y'all two people who obviously may not be right for each other. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I do get what, you, what you're saying when you say in a relationship, it's not going to always be 50-50. Sometimes it's going to be 80-20. You know, <laughs> it's going to be different percentages because it all depends on what's going on. You know, right. the day-to-day stuff that needs to go. And, and that's a relationship, you know? Correct. And I, I definitely feel that people need to be the, their individual selves. I think people get too entangled, too, with one another, are so concerned about what the other is doing, you know, versus just being an individual, allowing that person to be an individual and loving each other, trusting each other, you know, bringing what needs to be brought to that relationship to hold it together and to make it work. So I feel you on that. Yes. You know, it's not easy because if it was easy, everybody would be doing it. Right. (laughs) So let's get into um, this Derek Jackson (laughs) topic. I'm Um, listening. (laughs) What you guys say? Because listen, I know the other day you was like, what you think about that situation? I was like, listen, baby. You know, I, I've had my share of doing some wrongdoing, so I try not to go too in on people's, you know what I mean? Because it's like, listen, sometimes you feel like you would never be the one, and that may happen to you. But like you was telling me the other day, he needs to be held accountable, so we need to talk about it. Let's talk about it. What is your thoughts? My thoughts is Derek Jackson. We're just going to call him DJ. <laughs> I'm not going to give him the respect of calling him that, no. Um, but no, I mean, honestly, I think there's like the, you know, the old folks used to say, my grandma, you know, what's done in the dark going to come to the light. Okay. You know, and you have to remember when you're pointing one finger, you got mm. three pointing back at you. Mm. And um, I mean, for myself, honestly, it's like, it's when, when it, when it, it sounds good and it looks good, something is wrong with it. And that's how I looked at dude from the very first. I think I discovered him maybe two, three years ago. Mm. You know, like I was like, man, like who is this dude? Like, you know, giving up the, you know, the 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 juice on us on, on how dudes operate. Yeah. And you know, and like I will, I mean, self-righteous. I'm like, I'm like, in the beginning, I'm like, man, yeah, he bashing us, but you know, kudos to bro. Like, you know, he can keep his Johnson in his pants, you know? Um, <laughs> 
but I just a part of me is like you know I guess it's the Virgo in me knowing people and I'm like man something just ain't right about that dude ain't no way in the world that it's just <laughs> odd together yeah he just 100 <laughs> and I, I've had conversations about him in the past with people like yo man what you think about this Derrick Jackson dude like oh the man the dude that be bashing us and what we do and he he uh, he a fraud he a con he all he's trying to do is just like I'm like yeah man true I, I feel the same way like yeah I don't it's not real it's the relationship like coaches I think people are really just starting to look at like mm, you know but see look this is the thing this is how I look at it because since I have a platform and I have a podcast and I talk about, you know, how I try to heal myself and I talk to people and I'm trying to, you know, help people while I'm healing myself. But I always let it be known. Listen, I'm not perfect. You know what I'm saying? I make mistakes, baby. That's how I'm able to give the advice, you know, and that's how I'm able to speak up on some things. I think like with him and like people like that, it's when. You know, like you said, it's like what's going on behind closed doors because you're making it look too pretty. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? And Mm -hmm. I think that I can agree with you on that, you know, but I also like just listening to his story and and looking at the backlash. I'm like, people got to understand, though, like in all actuality, we are like if I can cuss with. Yeah, this is my podcast, so I'm going to (laughs) cuss. We all fuck up. You know what I'm saying? It's no, like, you're never going to meet somebody who don't fuck up, even if if they tell you some stuff that you should do. Sometimes God just really speaks through people. And I'm not saying that God is speaking through him because I really don't know. But what I'm saying is sometimes we got to take the good and and throw away the bad. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't get a little good out of it. But he is. He's dead wrong because I actually was hearing some other stuff that he actually did after the interview he had with his wife. I guess he was like calling up his side chick and yeah, it was a bunch of mess. Yeah. So I, I will say like all of that makes it makes him look bad. But I want people to understand that, you know, sometimes we be judging too, but behind closed doors we be doing the same thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and so. I wouldn't get too much into it. Like I like, you know, uh, like there's just so much like I feel that if, if there was a narcissist there's a narcissist within this man and mm-hmm. and that's why I say accountability because it was almost like okay I'm not going to put it on her but I'm going to justify what we justify what I did by what we were going through mm-hmm. like I, I tell people all the time I'm look when I first saw this going on the the with the wife she's a right. I mean, you know, she had her Betty Crockett Aunt Your Mama bonnet on her head. <laughs> Listen, I, I got this. one on right now. Okay. Oh, no see, <laughs> I was like, she's done. Right, right. Like, she, it's like, man, why we got to do this shit? Pardon my friend. <laughs> but I'm going to just go ahead and go along with it. Like, I can say, yeah. argue, oh, yeah, my money as her wife, it's his wife. My money's tied into this man. I'm invested in it. So, yeah, I'm going to stay here. But as soon as I get them them checks clear, I'm gone. (laughs) That's how I look at it. Like, everybody, like, I I feel like, and I'm about to go somewhere else with this, I feel like a lot of people are kind of shallow, and they're not understanding what signal she's sending. It's like, yeah, I'm here, but I'm not here. 
You know, like there was even sometimes like when he would say something, and he was looking for her to co-sign. She's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, she had this look on her face like she not with the BS and don't think that. Yeah, I know mm-hmm. what you mean. Like, I'm just doing this just because. I will say, though, I do think she has a lot of love for him because they have been together for so long. And I know us women, once we emotionally invest so much, and you know, men can say, especially when we hook like that, men can say pretty much whatever at that point, you know, and we're just like, oh, well, yeah, this happened. And we're so caring sometimes. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, he didn't, he couldn't, you know, go out and cheat because we was together, or, you know, he couldn't do his thing because we was together for so long or whatever the case may be. And I think that's probably where she was at too with it. But I also, like I, like I was just saying right now, I did see that little look on her face, like, mm, you know, like I'm not as invested. Uh So, yeah, you know, it just all depends and, you know, they got kids and stuff like that. And it's it's humiliating, you know. I honestly, if I was her, I wouldn't have. Let me take that back. I ain't gonna say I wouldn't have because I don't know what I would have did. But I feel like it's embarrassing to do a video like that. I really feel like I think he comes across narcissistic because it's like, why would you even do a video with yeah. your wife? Why would you even come out and talk about it? Like they should have handled that behind closed doors or I know they was mentioning like it had happened a long time ago and they had already dealt with it. But even by resurfacing, you know, if that's, if that is true, because it seemed like he been cheating, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's just like, you know, when you care about somebody and you truly love somebody, you don't want them to be, you know, humiliated in public. Yeah. It's like, let's kind of handle this behind closed doors. And I think that is where to me, he went wrong. Yeah. Like, that's where it's like, okay, this is just bizarre, you know? And then I think, like you said, that he has a bit of narcissistic traits uh-huh. in him because it's like you're not really, you kind of going in circles with this thing. Like, are you really holding yourself accountable mm-hmm. or are you just trying to put God, oh, God, God, you know? And so I think that's where people was just like, uh-uh, listen. Yeah. <laughs> you're doing too much, yeah. But you know what? I just, like, really been trying not to get too invested in people who are on the internet, you know, stuff. Because it's like, we got our own personal yeah. stuff. You know what I'm saying? That we got going on in our lives. And that's something that he's going to have to deal with. And unfortunately, a lot of people have been following him. But it's like, look at the preachers and, and you know, people who have led millions of people who have done mm-hmm. stuff that has come out. They've led millions astray, you know, and that's a whole nother topic for me, but it's just like, you know, what is it? <laughs> what is it? Pastor Gray, Rep. John Gray, who was it? You know, he was. The one. Hey, is this the one with the little Jerry? No, no, no. The, 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 I forgot who, which one it is, but Gray, I think that's his last name. But he, the same thing. He is a man of the cloth or whatever you want to call it. And he was out there having several entanglements you know Um, Mm. but you know like I said I was asked this question like what's the difference between Jada Pinkett and him I said Jada Pinkett wasn't leading Mm -hmm. nobody Jada Pinkett was getting her feels you know she she wasn't I my thing was Derrick Jackson 
is that girlfriend that's in your ear talking about, nah, girl, you need to dump him. He ain't no good man. And will turn around <laughs> and get with your he ain't no good man. That's how I look at it. I can't even blame you. I really can't. Like, I like really- for me, there's so much like wrong. Like, he, like, you messed up somebody's relationship. They were probably just going through a tough time, Derek Jackson, but because they rely on you and they, they hold your word on a pedestal, podium, whatever you want to call it, they took it as golden. They took it as long. And they said, you know what? I'm going to do this for me. I'm going to be strong. And Derek was right. He doesn't deserve me. And then come to wow, find out I get that person was lying. Like, I just read this joke the other day. This man said, I found out that my seven-year-old daughter lied to me about her mama because he was mad at her. Now we sit here in divorce court. <gasps> Ooh, now that's another topic. So you have to, yeah. <laughs> you have to be, Ooh. your situation is your situation. But you also have to be right. emotional, intelligent, accountable. yet accountable, and intellectually intelligent about how you going to serve you um to solve your problems it's just like they tell you don't go tell them talking to all your girlfriends about what you got going on but because you think right. something is somebody like Derek jackson who is a man and you're he's validating what you're thinking oh well shoot i don't need this man because he did this to me you know there are right. good men out there i myself i consider myself a good man you are. I've been knowing you for a very long, 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 long you know, time. And, and you are. You, you are. know, I truly I, I, yeah. <laughs> I got some skeletons in my closet, but when it's come to my relationships, is everything is in the light. And but look, look, not to cut you out. Look, this is the thing that people don't understand. Just because you have made mistakes in the mm-hmm. past does not consider you not a good man or good I, and this is what separates the Derek Jacksons and, and people who are truly working on right. themselves and yes I may have backslid you know what I'm saying but I'm not sitting up here trying to have a whole conference <laughs> about why I done backslid mm-hmm. you know Correct. what I'm saying and, and trying to put on this facade people got to understand just because what I done did 10 years ago, or hell, even yesterday, that doesn't define me. It's about how I handle these situations right. that I, I struggle with moving forward. You know what I mean? Am I trying to heal these things? Am I trying to do the right thing? Is my heart in the right place? That's the main thing. And I think, like, that's what you were saying, like, with Derek Jackson. It's like, don't lead these people astray if your heart ain't truly mm-hmm. in it either. If you just out here faking and 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 you know and and really leading people on, yeah, you know, this is the way he eats, and I can't stand that. Yeah, I can't stand a person that leads you on with no fake BS. Listen, yeah. it's okay to be real, and I understand this too. The more vulnerable you are, though, and this is the thing too, that's very scary. And I'm not gonna even lie; even me having a podcast, being transparent, is scary because even though you want to be real and raw. You are kind of opening up a, 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 a space that people can attack mm-hmm. you. People can play with you too, because they think they know a little something yeah. about you. Right? So it can be a little scary. And, and and this is the reason why people do become narcissists. I'm I'm just putting it out there. Like we we use these terms too a little bit loosely. People become all of these things out of fear. Right. 
Not because they think they just this big hot stuff. People who think they big hot stuff be dealing with some stuff deep right. down and really feeling like little <laughs> a little peon. You know what I'm right. saying? Really feeling like dang, you know, something ain't quite right with me. So I gotta put on this facade. Yeah. You know, people may think I'm narcissistic when really I'm going through yeah. some deep dark stuff. And that's what I'm trying to like shed light on. You know, with my podcast, and and it's like it's sometimes I be struggling because I'm like oh, I don't want to tell this, you know, because I want people to relate, but it is scary. It's scary to let people see that, and 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 they may judge you, which is fine. I just don't don't want to happen to meet somebody, you know what I'm saying, or whatever the case, a friend or whoever, and they didn't heard my podcast, and it's like a how do you say it, like a prey. Like you can pray on. I don't yeah, know. they they'll they'll see it. based upon what you presented in your podcast. They'll see it and try to right. pray on it with the E, and mm-hmm. you know get out. So yeah. that's scary, and it, that's know? just like I I can scroll down my Facebook right now and I see some people that and I when I say people I mean male like male friends male associates and I'll see them like yo like I posted on I said man it's a lot of self low self esteem among men on my timeline. And my phone rings five minutes later. Yo, what the F did that mean? And sometimes when I, I look at people, and I, I be honest with them, I'm like, man, if the shoe fits, where, bro? Because right. if you're going through something, don't pretend that you're not. Be upfront with yourself. And that's, a, for me, it's a mental health issue. And for us as black men, that's the last thing that we want to deal with is, hey, let me go sit down and talk to somebody. Remember, I was married for 11 years and all of a sudden the the rug was pulled from up underneath me and I fell and hit my head on the table and fell and and hit and went, you know, smack into the ground. You know, like the only thing I could do is, is get help. And through getting help, I learned to be real with myself. Being real with myself is okay to express my emotions. I love that you, you know, and and that's that. that's what I think Derek Jackson needs to look at. You know, to look into his emotions, say, you know what, I have some shortcomings. So let me let me be here? real about that and present my what's going on with me out outwardly this way, opposed to leading people on. Because we leave folks on, they have this image of you, and then they're like, damn, you actually, you're damaged. Right. Right. Let me ask Mm -hmm. you this. This is where I think a lot of women mistake. Um, We start to think, like, if a man cheats, you know, in a relationship, it has a lot to do with us. What are your thoughts? Because just like you just explained to me, you know, there are a lot of men that are carrying all of these things and they have no place to release. I don't know if you um, saw, what is it? I am athlete. Yeah, you know I what I'm talking about? Those Monday, videos? I watch it. Yes. Do you like that? Is that like a, a, a place for men to express themselves and their emotions? And I stuff? think it is. It is a round table for men, for black men. I think all of I those guys, it. I've watched this about idea. every single one of those episodes. All of them, they're former professional NFL, you know, athletes. And they've mm-hmm. expressed because of the trauma that their bodies have gone through. 
I noticed though, because I saw like a few of the videos, I noticed how they were even talking about like just how their emotions and even I, I I forgot one of the guys he was talking about his wife, you know, and so just to bring it back to the cheating, how do you feel like about that topic? Do you feel that men cheat out of an insecurity issue or do you think that it is like something that they're not getting from I the think woman. For, it, it depends on the man. There's some men that, that cheat because they don't look at it as cheating. They look at it as mm. they gave their woman what they wanted, that what they want, but I'm still going to do what I want. And she's perfectly okay with that. It's not necessarily open marriage, but I'm going to do what I'm going to do. I'm doing me. There's some men you know, depending on the circumstance, that it they cheated and that was that. It was a moment. But then you do mm. have the habitual. Like I, I can sit here and think as I'm saying this, I'm thinking of a, a person that I know. You know, mm-hmm. and then there's just like you said, there's she can do this, but she don't. So I'm gonna go over here and do this with that person. But I think mm. it all cheating also has to deal with the models that you have had in your life. I myself, I didn't have my mother and dad as a model to say, okay, that's what marriage looks like. I did. Excuse me. I did have my grandparents and I saw, you know, at a young age what it, it should have looked like growing up. I had two of my good friends, excuse me. I had two of my good friends who parents were married and I saw what it looks like. And also, I did have a dad that was absent at times. He didn't get perfect attendance as a father. Um, and I would look to my I look to my friends what I knew about them, their relationship with their dads, for me to be a dad. And bringing that full circle is like a lot of times we can blame them, but we can't blame them because of the models that they have they had in their life. You know, right. like it's just it's just some of them there. It's just in their genes to do it because Papa right. was a Rolling Stone. You know, <laughs> I think so. Yeah. So, as a man, a man side of the relationship, what is your viewpoint from a man's side of the relationship? Like, what are you guys' thoughts and views on a relationship? from your side what is it that you want from a woman what is it that you have how do you say this word observed that may affect you that may bring happiness to your life that may you know what is it because you know I did (laughs) the woman side and and actually I'm probably going to do part two because I didn't even get that deep into the woman Uh side It's, it's a lot more but I feel like men don't really get to speak a lot on a man's viewpoint of a relationship. You know, like, what are your thoughts? I think, for me, a man's point of view, and I'm speaking for myself, I'm not speaking for every man. This is my preference. At the end of the day, I would love someone that I can just come home to and laugh with. And right. that, and I can decompress after my day through that. Not, you know, because most of us, we want to decompress alone. I would rather do it with somebody like, yo, like, at times, I do have these. I I love jokes. You know, I like dad jokes. I like dark humor, but I'm still a good person. 
but there's someone right. I can share that with, you know, and then someone would be like, yo, I'm about to call you on your shit, dog. You fucking up. And <laughs> and I'm like, well, you know, and I'm not offended by that. I'm like, well, shit, fill me in. What, what, what happened? What did I do? Okay, you told me what I do. What is a suggestion that you can, you know, so I, I can hold myself accountable because I'm I'm big on accountability and I'm you know there's moments of uh, criticism and it's not a lot of men that's like that. It's not a lot of men that that holds themselves accountable. So you just a different type of breed. I, I <laughs> yeah, this is actually a great man. So yeah. <laughs> everybody don't think. But yeah, I mean, and that's, that's, that's all with my walks of life. I work with kids. I coach kids. I train kids. Right. I have kids. Like, and, you know, some of the best examples of I had, were, you know, my cousin, my cousin Tracy, like, he would hold me accountable for everything. If I blew my nose the wrong way, it was like, <laughs> yo, you did. And I'm like, okay. Like, you know, I mean, this is the person who taught me how to drive, you know, let me hold my first gun, you know, mm. just, just do everything, you know, <laughs> like he was my unofficial dad, you know, and. Right. To this day, I swear I am, you know, and I'm I'm grateful for my dad, you know, that my dad has also taught me, you know, other life skills, survival skills. You know, my dad is like my best friend now, you know, and I can't I don't dwell on what happened in the past. I'm 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 grateful for what I have now with my dad, but I'm also grateful for those that are here and those that are no longer here. Right. And I love that about you because we had that conversation. Um, the other day about how you know you just let go of the things that bothered you yeah. you know you like you got to appreciate people because too you know people make mistakes yeah. you know you know and sometimes you got to grow through that and I think um, we got to put take people off of the cross like you know you keep nailing yeah. people and it's like we all make mistakes and I love that about you because a lot of people don't understand that and hell it took me a very long time to even you know work on that within myself like you have to let that go yeah. and people think when you say let like something that hurts you painfully go it's like you just letting it be oh we'll just allow them to have treated you when really it's like let it go so you can stop feeling that burden of it the hurt of it you know it's in order to feel free you gotta let that yeah. go and I think a lot of that has a major effect on our relationships, especially in the black community. You know, we on both sides carry so much of the pain and we try to get into a relationship and, and the woman wants to be the man's mother and the man, you know, wants to be this overly super provider or, you know, whatever, or try to be something. And then at the end of the day, not getting his needs met. Right. You know, because men can't be too weak and, oh, I don't want him crying. I've heard women say that. And it's like, you don't want a man to show you some type of emotion. I don't, I, me personally, I need a man to show me some emotion. Because yeah. it's scary if you don't. And that, I mean, I tell <laughs> that to my son. I speak on this with my son. These are spot talks my eight-year-old, he and I have. It's like, I don't care if you're crying, but you got to know what you're crying about. And after you're done crying, you got it's solution time. You know, learn from it, learn, remember that feeling, but don't let it influence you. You know, that's like, I, if you don't like it, work harder, you know, and that's what I I try to explain. Like, I've always been told, that's weak, don't do that, don't do it. But shoot, I'm a sensitive guy. How are you going to tell somebody that's sensitive not to cry? 
but two, it's like, how do you let that out? But because this is the thing, if you don't let it out, it's gonna come out another way, and it may come out in a way that can cause harm. Right? You know, and that's you know, you don't want to build regret. You know, and and a lot of times we find ourselves sheltering or hiding, disguising these feelings that we're feeling. It turns into regret, and regret turns into fear, fear is anger and all this other stuff and then you end up like Luke Skywalker on the dark side pardon me <laughs> right. you know but that's just that's how you ha- I think we not you have to I think that we should look at things like how you have to see how things come full circle you right. know there's pardon for me to speak up on it but like there I have five siblings I'm the middle child all of my siblings have had my dad in their life, but me. And oh. these guys are, they, they're they different when it comes to that. And I, I don't want to say entitled, maybe uh, selfish, yeah. But I said, if at the end of the day, as adults, if we want, somebody should be upset, it should be me. But I can't be upset because I have free, I've moved on and I've forgiven it, and I'm grateful for what I have. And I think that's, yeah. you know, just one of those things that we, we have to learn. Like, yeah, I can't, like, the you know, I'll speak on this lightly, the relationship between my kids, mom, and myself. That's That situation was jacked up. But I've forgiven it. I've let it go. But because I yeah. forget it and I let it go, that doesn't mean I'm going to be like, you know what, hey, maybe we can try this out because I'm a firm believer in when people show you who they are, believe them. Mm. And along with the, the saying that a leper never changes his spots. So, hey, I'm accepting you for who you are. I know who you are. You know, it's just like I, I lately I posted that on DMX. I got it from DMX. Always trust someone to be them, but trust in the fact that you can see them well. And that's right. how I, I deal with people. And that's how you have to learn to grow in it. I feel you have to grow in it when it comes to relationship, whether it's intimate, romantic, business, spiritual, whatever it is, you have to trust in yourself, which all wraps around to the faith of it all. That you right. have to, okay, I got this. You know, and I appreciate everyone that's in my life. Like, I know I can... I know who I can go to in life if I'm having right. trouble. Like people like me, like you got it going on. Like you would, I oh mean, I'm just as screwed up as you are. I'm call right. me DJ screwed. I'm chopped and screwed. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm messed up, but it's, it's the response right. to it all. And that's what we, we have to remember how we respond to it. And just understand that things, these things happen. But what I do want, people to understand too and I'm actually getting into this space too it's like live you know everything doesn't have to be so heavy everything doesn't have to be a struggle a battle you know it's like when you get into a relationship you know a lot of us have this mindset of not getting played and we just have this this I don't know this crazy mindset around just trust loyalty love relationship and it doesn't work because of how we view it and I really want to get in this space of 
like I'm, I was saying on the women's uh, part of this series, it's like us as women have to get back into our natural genetic makeup is which is a nurturing being, mm-hmm. a being that gives life. You know, we're not made to be hard or alpha woman and you know it's like that's not what God (laughs) that's not us you know and I think you know it causes a lot of um, friction in relationships because it's like which one is the man you know what I'm saying I I mean I look at it like this I kind of I get what you're saying but it's like you know I'm play devil's advocate here like I feel like behind I've always been a true believer in behind Every great man is a great woman. I feel like a woman, like you said, nurturing. So it's kind of double-edged sword. It can go either way. Like a woman, the right woman is going to bring the best out of you. Mm, You know, they're going to. And, you know, once upon a time, I believe that, you know, my kid's mom was going to bring the best out of me. But I realized, you know, through my walk of life where, I knew what was best for me when I found out who I was, that she wasn't supportive of that. And that's fine. But don't play the individual in that. Don't make them feel like, be open to what they have to do. You know? But do you think that's where we fall and fail? Not all of us. But there... Okay, so when you look in, though, to someone, which, this is the thing, You yes, a woman or a man... The right woman or man will bring out the best in you. But do we fall when we are looking for that versus just allowing that to come by being our best self? You know what I'm saying? Sometimes we are broken and we're looking for someone to up us, elevate us, you know, and that's where the women get in this little little cycle of oh I gotta build him up I gotta do this and I and that's where the resentment and all this crazy you know what I'm saying that goes on in a relationship blows up it's like if there has to be two individuals that have already been working on themselves or already wants to see the best for themselves so when they do come together it doesn't feel like you're draining me or I have to put so much into you or I got to put so, you know, it, it, I think that's when it becomes somebody giving more than the other, which that's going to happen naturally, but not in that type of aspect or way. You know what I'm saying? I feel like if you walk your path and you do what's best for you and you allow that person when it comes to equally yoked, a person that's on their own path, trying to heal themselves, get themselves together, and y'all meet. That's a beautiful union. Because it's like, I done been through some stuff. I know what it feels like to, you know what I'm saying? I don't ever want that again. You know that too. You know? Because, you know, people say this little saying too, which is it's cool, you know? Don't get with people who wasn't raised on love and da-da-da-da-da-da-da. That ain't always true. It, it's not. Sometimes you need somebody. If you ain't never had that, you're not going to grow with another being that ain't never had that either no. and ain't trying to find out how to... Get, you, you need somebody. That's just like a business. You can't really go with somebody that don't have or don't know what it takes to build a business. You got to get with somebody that has that knowledge. That don't mean you're going to bring them down. Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? Because that person gonna have enough knowledge to not even allow you to bring them down. You know what I'm saying? So when you get into a relationship, it always works when, you know, one person may be more loving than the other. You can teach me how to be more loving. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It may feel weird to me at first, but if you give me some time and you have a little patience, Mm -hmm. then your love is gonna rub off on me. Yeah, and it's always easier when you have an adequate adequate example on how to you know and i'm not saying go read every book you know like i can sit here i got the five love languages i i got a million books here on on how to treat people but i think the main thing that we fail to remember is that we're all human beings and i can say myself you know like i'm very hard on myself you know because i'm a perfectionist and that is a Virgo, Virgo. Virgo trait. You know? <laughs> but I have to learn to say, you know what? Hey, it's cool. Learn from the mistake. You know, right. learn. There, there's going to be a lesson presented in that. So, you know, embrace it and learn from it and help you grow so that you can come back, you know, stronger than, than before. And, right. you know, um, I just, I, I think, that's the one thing I, I kind of touched on it. I mentioned it was we have to remember that we are human. That's right. one of my things. Like I tell people that like even at work, well, how do you talk to this kid? How do you have such a great rapport? I said, are they a human being or are they a child? Are they a child? Which one comes first? Right. You have to remember any anybody, if I come, I come to work like, well, F this and F that, and get up the F out my way. You're going to look at me like, what's this problem? And you're going to be <laughs> combative. So when we have right. that, we establish that line as, oh, that's a child. I'm an adult. You better listen to me. Well, you haven't, as an adult, you haven't given me a reason to respect you. Right. It's a respect yeah. thing. And that's what, you know, a lot of times we forget in life is our, our respect for another. Lena can slap me in my face. And I'm like, damn, why can you do that? <laughs> What what? Because I'm a big believer in cause and effect. What did I do right. to cause her? Oh shoot! When I said this, it probably made her feel that. That's why she did it. But just because mm. I understand that, it does not make it right. But now I know how to approach. Like Lena, I understand that. You know, when I said this to you, it upset you. And right. in return, you hurt me. <sighs> that would be a beautiful world if people were just like that. Like. It's not what you did. It's what you did after you did mm-hmm. what you did. That's it's what is that? What is it that, that word that they say? It's the principle. Yeah. Like you just yeah. didn't even P-L-E, care not to. P-A-L. <laughs> Man, it's like you. You know that's where people be messing up. It's like we got to put them egos. Woo! Them egos will tear any relationship yeah. up. I I cannot deal with the big egos i can't because nothing thrives off ego now don't get me wrong i know people put ego with your self-confidence and when you're trying to you know you need your confidence in order to succeed and that that but it becomes a problem yeah. when you use your ego in situations where love is supposed to be the foundation yeah not ego. Like, I don't want to be with somebody that we clash in egos and because you don't want to appear weak, you know, you want to play these games or, the, 
And that's another thing, like a lot of relationships, there's a lot of game plan. People not having honest conversations, you know, some people get into situations with motives, you know, and then like I was just saying not too long ago, people get into situations because they're broken, you know, and, and that's what destroys a lot of relationships. It's like if we all just try to work on the things within ourselves, you know, to become better, we can be better mates. Right. You know, I ain't been no, I, I wasn't a woman that really looked at herself and was like, you doing this wrong. That's why this is not working. And until I like really start looking at myself and getting on this journey, like, girl, this is why this ain't working out. <laughs> you yeah. know, like you can't blame that person or you can't keep, you know, it's like you got to sit down with yourself at mm-hmm. some point. And be like, listen, baby, we got to work on this yeah. for real. If these are the things that you want in your life, you got to work on some things, you know? Like you said, you want a woman that you can come home to, you know, y'all laughing it up. That's the type of relationship I really feel like a lot of people want. You know, some men think that women want you to have all this money. In all actuality, I feel like women who go after men for money is because, like you said, the social media, the conditioning, mm-hmm. right? A lot of women have been played. Let's just put it out there. A lot of women are used for sex. You know, a lot of women are out here being friends with benefits and and, and the list goes on. And so their ego is thumped. You yeah. know, people looking at them kind of funny or, you know, the man is playing them. And so in order for them to feel like they're getting back, it's like, oh, nigga, buy me a burger. Oh, he did this. He took me on trip. And it's like, but that's all you got. Yeah. <laughs> that's there's no value in that. You you know what I'm saying? And so that's where the women feel like they they are getting their kickback at a man, you know. And and that's what I'm saying. It's like really we all living in a fucking illusion. Mm-hmm. Honestly. All of this shit is illusion. Really what a woman wants is for a man to love and protect her. That's it's simple. You know what I'm saying? But because we live in illusions, it's all about the money, the gram, the bitch gotta have a body like this, that, the third, the man gotta have a match, and it's really not about it. Yeah. You know, it really ain't. But since that's what we call goals and all of that's why you see these high relation people who got all this money relationships, they having threesomes and Jada Pickett cheating and and this one is depressed and it's like money and not, none of that matters. It, it the foundation is love. Yeah. Of anything, the, of anything, the job you have is is because you've succeeded in it because you've loved it, you know, and right. you've become obsessed with it and you've taken it to new levels and you've allowed yourself to grow in it. We need to get back to that old school love, baby. Go to work. I'll make sure your bath is <laughs> you know what gotta, I'm saying? You gotta like, do something that that nineties <laughs> Marvin Gaye type, you know? Yeah. Like that needs to be brought back. All this pussy popping um, oh, real sweetie. <laughs> what what's the new one with Sweetie and Quavo oh, and Lord. and and WAP with a Cardi B. Like that's not goals, baby. That's not goals. Wow. It's not like I just posted Alicia Keys and Swiss Beats, and you notice they're not really in the media. Like you want relationships like oh, that. Oh yeah, you know what? They they they're they're get together kind of tainted. That's a story, but yeah. <laughs> but it's where they at now. All of them are family. They're happy right. blended family. You know, Alicia right. and the kids' mom, the ex-wife. 
they get from what I understand, they get along. You know, they're 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 cool. You know, right? Because at the end of the day, it was like I know, like how he left out. They were saying was kind of wrong, but you know, people give you signals when they tired. And and it to be honest, he couldn't be too much of a guy that would just shady because he stayed with the lady for a very long time Mm -hmm. and he's been with alicia keys for a minute yeah so he's he's a solid dude and right you know i'm not going to take anything from him but there are some people out there like you know the surveillance from sweetie and quavo surface (laughs) there it is you know and right and i mean but at the end of the day celebrities like i said earlier they're also human Right, you know, and, and right, all of right. their stuff, it ain't together just because they got millions of dollars. It's together, like you. There's professional athletes, you know. I was dead broke yesterday, and now today I'm a multimillionaire. Right. What, yeah, it ain't gonna change me. It's gonna enhance who I am. Right. You know, money don't change people. It enhances who you are. Cause I got a good, point. or it, it makes you want to explore some stuff you ain't never had. <laughs> yeah, cause you got the money to do it now. Totally. Now you're really cheating, and and cause it was a lady who was talking about that situation with um Sweetie and Quavo. I guess he went to like some type of party, and they have like this clique where this man he has these like beautiful women, uh-huh. but they're kind of like I guess high priced prostitutes kind of you know so yeah so i guess like he he throws these parties because they know it's going to be celebrities there and i guess quavo uh, got with one of the chicks because she probably was excited you you know you a celebrity and they were saying like when men have money like that and it's just thrown at them like that it's like yeah, I get it. Temptation. But yeah, it don't make it right just because I get it. It don't. You know? No, no, no. It but, definitely does. Like, I mean, that's what my like. I can tell you during the course of my my marriage, like, I like I have plenty of women like, oh my god, you such a good man, and I'm I'm like, you don't even know me to be a good man. You just know I'm married, and you're making an assumption. But if think about it, if I'm married. You trying to get with me, and I give in to you. Am I really a good man? Understand that, because I think a lot of times us as humans we fail to realize if we got this person under these certain circumstances, what does what's the chance that they might not do it again on me with somebody else? Mm. So you know we don't we don't get stuff like I I can sit here and honestly tell you that you know like I turned down a lot of women and, and the, I make a joke about it. I was like, well, damn, if I knew my marriage was going to end up like that, I should have said, yeah. You know, but, <laughs> but, you know <laughs> because of, you know, who I am, my relationship, right. my relationship and the respect that I have for myself, I couldn't do that. And secondly, right. the respect I have for her, because it's all about myself. I respect my body. And that's why they think you again, man, your character, no matter if you're in a relationship or not, it's your character, you know, because cause this is the thing. A dog can, if he find the right one that he won't, he can be good today. That don't mean he's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That don't mean he's good or whatever. But like you saying, like, do would you consider me still good if you had me under those same circumstances? But you human, you know, it's all about how you carry yourself. I feel that people get to see 
that those are good traits. Yeah. Because you can tell, you know, you can sit now, don't get me wrong, some people know how to not affect the phone and act like they good. Yeah, they do. But you can just tell your morals, your character. That those are all the things that make up you. Whether it's gonna make up a good person or a not so good person. Right. Like they say, watch how that person treat their mama. Watch how that person treat people out in public. You know what I'm saying? That's how you get to see what type of person you're dealing with, you know, and, and if they're not so great, cause I'm just put it like this. I have not been the greatest in relationships, you know, cause you've been on me for years, but that don't mean that I'm not a good person. Mm-hmm. You know, it means that I didn't, I just didn't know how to do this relationship thing. Correct. You know, I just wasn't great at that, but that didn't make me not a good person. It just means that I need to be with the person that knows how to deal with, those parts of me that I struggle with in a relationship, you know? Yeah, totally. So I feel you on that. I feel you, you know, people, let people see that, that beautiful side of you. And don't be trying to... I, I, <laughs> I move in the shadows and you know, I'm a I'm a, a one woman man and I don't have I know, time. That's right. I don't have time to be balancing and hiding phones and Hopping out windows. I'm too old for that. He said, I ain't got time. Okay, so look, what are your thoughts? Because I, I talked about a little bit of sex, you know, on the woman's part. What are your thoughts? Because, look, this is a big thing in relationships. Because y'all, you know, men, y'all, y'all can, I don't know about you, but I know a lot of men, they need sex. Sex, 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 sex. sex. What, is, what does that remind you of? Because you know you goofy like me. What, what movie that remind you? Um, um, the Jamie Foxx movie. <laughs> it was some movie that was like, sex, 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 sex. Anyway, let me stop playing. What are your thoughts I mean, on sex in a relationship? Like, do you need it three times a week, four times a week, four times a day? I mean. Nah, my back ain't, you know, built for all that. <laughs> Oh you gotta God. remember, I'm I'm old now. I ain't the young thunder. Okay, well, back in the day, back, I, you... back in the day, it was just I'm a I'm gonna say it was just sex. Like I was just doing it because I was like, well, shit, I'm getting some. And you gotta remember, okay. I was a I was a late bloomer. I was heavily into sports until maybe my sophomore year in college at West LA, like. I didn't kiss a girl till I was like 18. I didn't have my first thing until I was. Uh, That's why you were good, man. You were, I was basketball. <laughs> <laughs> I was basketball and baseball. That's all that was on my mind, you know. But um, in the early days, it was like, oh, shoot, this, this is what it is. Like, oh, yeah, this feels good. But as I grew, as I started becoming who I, knowing who I am, it, it was the, right. it, the intimacy of it, you know, like the things that led up to it. Like it was kind of like, yeah, I worked for it. Like I'm, I want to be a part of your body, you know? And even now, like, you know, like I've been single for what, this is going on five years. Like I'm, as I grow, I learn, learn about soul ties and stuff. And I don't want to be a, a, a transfer of energy. You know, I don't want this energy on me and that energy on me and 
me giving my energy, my good energy away and I'm receiving bad energy. So I can't right. as a father, because that's my main thing now, being human and being a father, I'm protective of my energy in that, you know, what they say, STD, sexually transmitted mm-hmm. demons, and the other one, diseases, I don't want neither of the two. Not none of them, <laughs> you know, so it was like, like yeah, tough. like, I have to be able, I want to eat be able to emotionally connect connect with someone you know i feel like that and do you know how many women listen do you know how many women would love (laughs) man if men just got it together like we really truly would love well i'm not gonna say all women but us that's more on the mature side and trying to get it together we would love to get into a relationship with a man that's about the mind, Mm -hmm. the mind, body, and spirit. You know, it's not about just let me jump your bones and, you know, like that's truly what women who are trying to, you know what I'm saying, find the right person for them. That's truly what they want is somebody to be intimate with them emotionally. You know what I'm saying? Yes, physically, but women need emotional support. Like emotional stimulation, you know, healthy conversations and stuff like that. Like that stuff is a turn on for women. And men be don't know how to get women to want to have sex and all. It's like it's all about how you treat her. Like it's this little simple stuff. Te- a little small text. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking about you. Mm-hmm. Flowers out the blue. Little acts of kindness. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> it will take you far with women. For, for me, real. with yeah, some. For me, it starts the moment I wake wake up. Like, if it's someone I'm interested in, someone I'm really serious with, like, hey, like, and even if we're together, the moment is like, hey, like, it's just the little things. Like, like if you really have somebody that's grateful, like for, for you, like right. it, it's the acts of kindness, the acts of service, the acts of you know whatever it is that that you can use to to touch that person internally and that's that's what you know like i like i i i believe like i i know that i was a good husband you know i really believe it and and you know one day i'll have the chance to relive that because i just Mm -hmm. i just that's something that i do want like in Shout out to Drake because Drake is one of my that's my that's my love counselor. And um, you know, <laughs> in that, that song from Time when he's talking about his mom, he says, you know, she says, Who the hell wants to be 70 and all alone? I don't want to be right. all alone. I don't want right. to I don't want to die in a senior citizen home by that's myself. Real. You know. I I just rather have somebody and you know that I can I'm a giver and I like to please. So that's just my that's my whole thing. Like I'm I'm I know who I am as a a person, a human, and as a man. Right. And you know, you might not understand those three. I said why I said that specifically, but that's who how I found out who I am through those three things, and mm-hmm. what I what I bring to the table. Because a lot of people talk, you know, with that bringing you know bringing things to the table and being evenly yoked. You know, a lot right. of that time that has that connotation, that 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 following of um, what am I trying to say? 
of financial, you have to bring financial stability. And that has nothing to do with it. Yeah. Nothing. Because all of those things come, you know, like you you don't think good people get blessed. Yes, you got to have ambition and you got to have the work ethic and all of those things. But when you get that internal world together, I swear it seems like things fall into your lap. It it clicks because you're now you're at one with whoever you believe in and the universe. So now these things can be reciprocated. These things can be you know, it's you're paying it forward and just the, it's the, the art of giving, right. you know, and now, like, I don't, I live, I don't have a lot, but I live abundantly. Right. You know, and that's what it's all about. I'm not quick to, oh, shoot, this is my last $20. Well, shoot, here, because you're going to need it more than I've always felt. Like, I have the ability to go get it again. Right. And abundance is not material. Right. Always. Not to say that, you know, you don't want material and stuff, but people don't really understand. That's why I be saying about like these spiritualists and, and stuff like that. Like they be putting this, what is it? Uh, where the money reside. And it like that type of stuff is just not my thing. Not like, it's not to say that I don't like money and I don't like nice things. Cause y'all can see, I love some nice stuff. Like, I like to put nice stuff in my house, but, mm-hmm. and it's crazy because, I'm not even a person that's out there. Like, even my podcast, it's, it's slowly growing, you know. I don't gotta be like, I'm, I need to go where the money is, and I gotta do this. And it's like, God literally places stuff in my lap because of the work I do behind closed doors. Because that's real he, stuff. He sees you working hard, the work that you're putting into it. I be like, sometimes I be getting blessings, and I be like, God, thank you, Jesus. Like, it don't nobody else see, you see me. Mm-hmm. Like, for real. That abundance, you talking about some abundance. I ain't talking about people who really struggling but be on social media like they out here doing it. You know what I'm saying? Talking that 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 good get No. Abundance is, is that inner, that inner being. Yeah. Who are you without all that? I don't want to go where the money reside because I'm I'm the same mother sucker that ain't got got it together with it. So when I get to where the money reside, I'm probably gonna self-destruct. Period. Like abundance is inner, that inner work, that inner beauty. Like you starting to see a lot of these like Big Sean and, and his girl, you know, um Janae, like people really starting to understand it's that inner. You gotta get that inner being together because it don't matter what you got. It don't matter what relationship you, you're going to destroy everything you touch mm-hmm. if you don't have abundance within yourself, relationship, career, cars, money, whatever it is, it's not going to satisfy you. Right. It's not. I don't care how much money you touch. If you ain't happy within, and I'm not talking about this fake, oh, let me affirm myself to be happy that, no, like, deal with that shit that you got going on with this. Uh-huh. That unworthiness. Like, me behind clothes, I have to battle every single, even with my podcast, I'm not a person that likes to be all out like that. And I have to deal with that. But you ain't gonna see me putting on the fake facade and act like, oh yeah, I'm just you know, I'm collabing with this no. Like, I let people know, look, I struggle. Like I don't like to do this. I don't, you know. It's like people will rather see authenticity. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that money and the flashing and may 
bring people, but it always bring the wrong people. I don't yeah. want to bring the wrong people to my space. I don't. I don't want people to think they can play with me. I don't want people to think I got all this stuff so they can come play. Yeah. I want some real deep people. The, and the real ones. That's one thing about me. <laughs> like, a lot of people see me. Oh, he chill. He be laughing. He telling jokes. And for some reason, they equate that in my walk of life, they equate that to a um, a weakness until they'll say they'll say something funny sideways, whatever you want to call it, to me, and I'll allow that time for them to make an adjustment, and then they don't make an adjustment. Somebody called me bipolar because when they did, I allowed them to make that adjustment, and they didn't make it, and my response was, "What the f you mean?" We gonna definitely have another sit down, you know, on just like little like stuff like that, you know, playing with people' mental health and stuff like like calling people crazy, bipolar, playing with people just because I'm laughing doesn't mean that I, you know you can play with me. You know, people do get it twisted, not understanding like that's the way I handle my stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, just because I ain't like you. <laughs> Don't get it twisted, you know? And I feel you on that. Because people, they will try to do you like that. Hell, I just had to stop doing collaborations or whatever. Because people take your kindness. They think, oh, she behind the scenes. She ain't. Don't play with me. <laughs> like, yeah. don't play with me. Because then you're going to see why I'm quiet. Listen, don't play. You're going to see why I be laughing. Yeah. <laughs> And that word you keep saying, okay, people don't understand what okay is. Mm. So it's funny. <laughs> I, I call myself the old dude now, and that's not exactly what I call it. I, I use another word. It starts with an N and ends with an Iga. But I refer to myself as that now because it's like when I go, I still try to work out now, and I'm not that old, and I need to stop playing around, but I consider myself the old dude on the court. And a lot of these young kids don't understand just because I say, okay, it does not mean that I'm afraid of you. It means that I'm giving you a break. I'm giving you a chance. <laughs> I'm letting you slide. Yeah, I'm letting you slide. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. No, it's not what you thought. <laughs> because I have an extensive background and I will break your face, little boy. You know, and I'm not saying, you know, and that's one thing about me. I don't really get into a, uh, uh, F a person up type of, but I, I'm actually speak louder than words as John Rexon says, but understand this, you have to respect people. I understand the power of words, wording, however you want to put it. Do you think words destroy a lot of relationships? Yeah. Do you think your word? I just recently just, you know, had to let people know, you know, your words have consequences. Your words have consequences. I ain't gonna lie, Anthony. I didn't, uh, man. I didn't say some stuff in the heat of the moment that I can't take back from certain people. But either one or two things happened. That's how you honestly felt, or you were trying to do some damage, or both. I was trying to make that person feel. Like, man, we, me, and you was having a conversation the other day. So everybody don't always say stuff out of anger, as in. Mm-hmm. That's how they feel about you. They are trying. This is the thing. If you ever express something to somebody that you are insecure about, especially if you hitting below the belt, if somebody hitting below the belt with you, you have either 
shown some type of weakness in that area or mm-hmm. expressed to them that that was a weakness. And when somebody throw that out in the heat of an argument or, or something just terrible, it doesn't mean that they actually think that about you. They know that it will hurt you because you have shown them that that will hurt you. Right. And people get it twisted. They be like, oh, don't never trust a drunk or don't and, and and when it comes to a drunk, I don't, I don't I'm not gonna really speak much because they say like a drunk tell the truth, da, 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 you know. But I will say, people in the heat of the moment, if a person, this is how you will always know that you have hurt somebody's feelings, if they hit you below the belt, you have hurt them. Mm-hmm. Something has hurt them in the heat of that moment, and people be like, "Oh, that's how you always." felt about me no especially if you're in a long-term relationship or you've been dealing with that person if that's how they felt about you they wouldn't deal with you you see what i'm saying if that if it was something that big to them they wouldn't even fool with you they just know because y'all didn't have confidence you know that's just like me and a friend if we fall out i done told this person i done got dog cheated oh that's why you got the you know it's not more so like that's how they it's like they know that's going to hurt you because at one point you mm-hmm. were vulnerable telling that person that or like I say you didn't express some type of weakness you know but yeah that's, that's another yeah. topic but we have been on this topic for a very long time I'm so thankful that you did this episode with me we have touched a lot of points um, I just to wrap this episode up I just feel like men do need to be more verbal Cause like you said, you know, you can you come just laid back, you know, and chill. And sometimes a woman don't know what's going on. And you know, women, we like to talk. <laughs> yeah. We like to know what's going on. We be like, you be like, nothing wrong. What's wrong? Nothing. What is wrong? Tell me. You know, guys, y'all just be like, whatever. I don't even want to talk about it. Let's go get in the bed. Let's go watch a movie. And then that situation come up again and it's like, y'all never resolved it. So I just feel like women and men need to get on the same accord. I also feel like you need to go where you are loved and accept it. A lot of people get into relationships, they know that person don't love them like that (laughs) or don't want nothing with them. It's like, we got to start getting with people who truly love us, who truly see us. That's the main thing. Who truly see us. Yeah without judgment like we need to be with people who see us and accept us and create a safe space for us men and women men you guys get it worse because you're not able to express yourself like you don't really have a safe space so that's why I really wanted you on here today because I want other men to hear like it's safe if you're with a woman that feels safe, it's safe to open up to her, to express how you feel, to express mm-hmm. your wants and needs, you know? Yeah, because we don't want to, I mean, toxicity, masculine, whatever you want to call it, there's both, this male and female toxicity. Right. And, you know, and it, it, it's get masculinity it has a bad connotation. It's just like some of us really don't know how to be a man because the way that the system is is, is constructed to keep us at a standstill, you yeah. know, but 
you know, it's just have, if you have a growth mindset, you're able to say, you know what, I'm gonna be open with myself. You know, and it's that's one thing. Like I, I do realize, you know, from and I, when I speak of a relationship, I often speak of my, my marriage because that was the longest relationship I was in. I was married when I was 22, divorced when I was 34. Mm. I'm sorry, divorced when I was 35, 36. You know, and I didn't know, you know, how to, you know, the communicate what I was going through. And, you know, and I'm not going to say that, you know, make it seem like it's all her fault, but I was dealing with depression. Like I mentioned my cousin earlier, I lost him in 2015 and I'm still coping as far as like, who do I go to for, you know, mental advice? You know, because I was still learning to trust my, you know, not for lack of better words, I'll say to trust my dad. Like, you know, like to say, hey, dad, I need honest, you know, you know, uh, advice about something. Right. But I can usually go to my cousin, but I no longer have that. And then that was on the back of, uh, you know, he passed away and found out my grandma was battling stage four cancer. And, and pretty more, much when you get stage four, it's like it's a wrap. But, you know, that she, you know, she fought it off and, you know, beat a stage four cancer. But, you know she lost her battle to stage two in another form of cancer, you know, in 2019. But I was, at that time I was openly, I can say I was depressed, but my depression doesn't look like a lot of people. Like when the two times I have been depressed, that was during the two times in my life that I was most productive, got a lot of things done. Right. So, you know, like, you know, I, it was like, yo, like you're doing this to me while I'm going through that. But I couldn't blame her because I didn't communicate that with her, that I was going through these things. Like, yeah, I probably felt that way that I was, but I'm not, I never went to go get the help and have, get a diagnosis. And I didn't get the diagnosis till later, you know, that, you know, hmm, this is what you're going through, dude, in 2015. And then 2016, she decided that we're going to go, excuse me, we're going to go our separate ways, but. You know, nonetheless, I'm grateful because it, through those tough times, it, you know, gave me a culmination of who I am and reassurance of who I am or, you know. And it helps you moving forward. Yeah. You know, just like, I can't to this day tell you why she decided to pull the plug, but she did it. And acceptance was a big thing about it in it and me just pulling up my big boy pants so that I can do what I have to do for do myself. Do you feel like you ever dealt with that though? Like just the aftermath? Because this is the thing we, we sometimes we can think we over something or sometimes we and it's because the society teaches us to not cry and, uh-huh. and, and how quickly we should cry. I was going to say something right. to you about that when you were saying about your baby but you know we all got our own individual minds. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. you know not allowing a person to express themselves and, and, and get into that space of I'm hurt and no matter how long you hurt allow yourself to feel that pain because when you mm-hmm. do finish oh baby it's sunshine and rainbows on the other side you know yeah. you gotta cry it up out of your system I don't give a dang if it takes a year two years three years because after that, at least you know that you are in the right space, a more healthier space. You actually dealt with what you needed to deal with. 
And the next situation, you know, you you know what to look for. You know what to do now. You know where you made errors. You know, I think we really don't see the beauty, too. You know, we kind of just see the, the bad, you know, why this, you know. And it's fine. You know, we have to go through that morning. But we also have to get to a space of expectancy, like something to look forward to. Like, you know, I may, I'm feeling like this right now and it's okay, but I got to know on the other side of that door is something brighter. Yeah. You know? It, it, yeah, it totally is. And I mean, just to answer that question, like, if you knew <laughs> how this was dumped on my lap, mm. <laughs> like, I know I'm a strong person. Because you have, I'm a very sentimental man. You know, everything means something to me. Like, you know, like I can't go to Long Beach without feeling a certain type of way because that was our connection. My my kids, mm-hmm. mom and I, that's, that was our, our dating scene. That's where we were always hanging out at. You know, we got married oh there. So God. if I see the reef, that's where we got married at. It's like, oh man, I remember. And that was bad for me. Uh, the little place that's down the down the street from it, the Maya Hotel, that's where we stayed at the night of that. Or anything doing with the Queen Mary, because we spent a lot of time at the Queen Mary for a friend's wedding, for, you know, Halloween horror nights. But the 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 jacked up part about this at the time is I had at that time I had moved to a new district and we were having a a school retreat. And we're sitting, I'm sitting in a circle with other teachers. And in this circle, I was able to look out the bay window and I can see the room we stayed in at the night. And keep the, keep in mind, this is less than a month ago. Oh my God. <laughs> when I was told that I don't want to be with you anymore. Mm. And it was still hurting. So now I'm looking at the room. And then if I, I kind of pan over to the left, I'm seeing the reef. And every day for a week, I had to go there. And I finally told them while we're in circle because we're having an open, uh, um, open circle little talk thing going on. I was like, "Yo, I really don't want to fucking be here because that room right there <laughs> is the room my my ex wife and I stayed in the night of our our wedding, and that's where we got married down at the reef." Mm-hmm. And and keep in mind, she just told me that she wants a divorce and she's pregnant with our daughter, so. A lot was dumped into my lap. And I had to say, you know what? She's not going to give you a reason why. It's fine. You have your assumptions, but don't let it eat you up internally. I relied on my grandfather. I relied on my dad during that time. I relied on two songs, Tim McGraw, because I listen to country music. Tim McGraw's Humble and Kind and Sarah Evans' Stronger. Sarah Evans was the one that really got to me because she's describing the moments of like, when did this all happen? When did you fall out of love? Out of love? When, was it when we were sitting at the dinner, the coffee table, I mean, the dinner table in the morning having coffee and we were laughing our butts off? Did it happen when we were dancing in the middle of the night to our favorite song? When did this happen? And it would literally bring tears to my eyes. I was like, oh my God, that happened to me. <laughs> Like I was able to to relate. You to about that. to make me cry. You've been not cry, but suck up. No, I feel but, you. Yeah. I feel you. But I was able to listen to that song, and every time I was able to listen to that song and make it all the way through and not cry, I knew that I was getting married. Right. 
because I knew, like you said, it's rainbows and, and skittles and sunshine at the end, you know, at the Ooh, end. Oh, but it don't feel like it when you're going through. It don't. No, yeah, when you're going Ooh. through it, you, you're losing weight, you, you're looking like you even hit a crack yeah. pipe. It's like, yo, like, but, you know, like at the end of the day, I just knew I had to do this for yeah. my son because he's here. And then I have to get myself together because my daughter will be here in, in five months. You for six months. Mm. You know, and it's the mindset is, you know, being that's when goals come into mind. You set these yeah. goals, you know, and you 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 pick away at it, advance towards it every day. And that that was my whole thing, you know, advancing towards a better yeah. me. Like you didn't provide me with closure, but I'm going to give myself closure and I'm going to do it in a healthy manner. So, you know, that was just my thing. Like, you know, I couldn't sit there and worry about it because if I worried about that and I let it worry, that leaves my sons standing in the dark. And he's like, yo, right. you go play ball? Like, uh, no, I'm thinking about why you're right. That's not. And then you know. more importantly, it, it doesn't allow you to heal. Man, I can relate to you. That's yeah. the whole reason why Lena's on the Mission Podcast is right here. <laughs> right. You know, we just, we. I just want, like, I do mine, like, I'm, I, I've been for the longest saying, hey, I got microphones and stuff set up. I'm going to do a podcast where, you know, we talk about yes. everything, you know, and I'm not just, you know, limited. You know, sports, entertainment, relationship, advice, all this yeah. type of stuff, you know, because just my walk of life, I've run ac- I've run across a lot of things and a lot of these things. And it's like, oh, shoot, I got something that's worth saying, you know, and I got I know people that has to and make sure you saying. invite me. Be on there. <laughs> yeah. We, we talk about everything. You know, I, I did have one with a friend of mine, but he moved up north to Tacoma and, you know. We just, you know, he establishes himself with his job. So, and me, you didn't have some, just, some deep conversations. Sorry, I just was thinking about the time I yeah. went to the beach and hit you up like I'm just, I'm just, I'm just ready to end it all. You like, do you want me to come up? <laughs> like, what's going on? Like, man, I didn't mm-hmm. talk to you, you know, times in my darkest. Man, I know yeah. the feeling, baby, when it's just like. Is there an escapation from this? I don't want to feel this no more. I don't want to deal with this no more. We don't want to feel it, but you know, but it's only going to make right. you stronger. And that's one of my things, I guess, you know, and if you ever, you know, play with my daughter, we are obsessed with being strong. She's the strongest girl in the world, if you let her tell <laughs> you. Know, she's the strongest four-year-old. Like, that's one thing I really build with in my kids, like your strength, whether, you know, your muscles and your right. physical, your spiritual, you have to be strong, you know, and I really try to build my babies up or whoever that I come across, you know, build them up in a manner to which they understand, like, yeah, I'm, I'm a strong person. And to deal with me, you got to right. be a strong person because I, you know, I, I have strong characteristics. And, though, you know, that's just like, I know, you know, when somebody's ready to take me serious and I'm ready to take them serious, that just know, like, hey, get ready to be on the ride. Right. It just allow people to be. Like, me and you were talking about that the other day. Like, we just have to allow each other 
to be you know set boundaries of course let people know about you so they know what triggers you and and those things and you know we gotta learn that respect thing is is something you know respect and putting each other in, in each other's shoes like understanding how people feel on the other side it's not always you know about how we feel and I feel like that's what helps us to understand each other better you know whether you're strong or whether you you know have a you may be a little bit more emotional I think it's us nurturing each other in those places that we may struggle a little bit you know even if we are on this healing journey and getting ourselves together we're still going to have some areas that we need help in no matter what yeah all the time and that's one of those things but we have to understand that like we we're by nature we're givers we're giving people and we should give that time give that understanding to each other of what's going on with us be understanding you know i I really feel at the end of the day that's a that's what's wrong with us we don't we don't want to understand you know you you gotta you gotta do this you gotta do that you gotta be here you gotta you know, like I, I don't have to do nothing but be human. <laughs> that's that's my whole thing. And I know I've said this a million times. No, that's human. Right. Like, you know, I'll be all for the human, baby. Like you know, like I was telling you the other day, I was watching that little documentary where they try to put everybody in the box. You know, introverts, extroverts, narcissists. This this is like mm-hmm. you know, uh, no wonder we got so many narcissists and, and and quote unquote empaths. I mean, and not to say that because I do feel like women are naturally empathic, meaning that we do feel with other people, but. I just felt like they are putting it in the box and they're trying to create who everybody is. And it's like, at the end of the day, you start to not know who you are. <laughs> you know, it's like, right. like I say, they, they train you to get up, go to work, do this, do that. And you, yeah, sh- that's why when people be on their deathbed, they be sad. Like, I didn't get to really enjoy my life. I was trained from the, the time I was brought here to my deathbed it's like I you don't get to be who you truly are and I think that people really need to get in tune with who they truly are outside of all these boxes how do you know you truly a narcissist how do you know you really got all these problems like how do you know until you sit with self mm-hmm. you know so well I really enjoy talking to you I really do and I thank you so very much for being on here with me we're going to have to do another episode very soon. Thank you for having me. And I enjoyed this open mic form. <laughs> mic t- Listen, I have to get some type of song because you know I like music. I have to have some type of background music. So what song do you think I should choose for this episode? <laughs> hmm. I'm thinking MC Hammer oh Pumps my- the Bump. No, <laughs> okay, listen. He's not gonna be able to choose the song today because I what I'm gonna have to find something okay. sentimental. No, something sentimental. Mm. <laughs> Dash Miller says isolation EP. Check that well, out. Who is it? I'll yeah, send, send that to me. Send I'll send that it to me. You. you know, I, I got I got all of it. I got it all. <laughs> um, yeah, go on and send mm. that to me. We're gonna end it right here. Thank you guys for listening. I will be back with what part is this? Part three. I will be back with part four. Thank you for tuning in, listening to me and my beautiful 
spirited friend and dog. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>